warm greetings to one and all in the blessed name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. The last time we spoke about the reason for illnesses, the reason for sickness. This week, we continue on that. Now we must understand the reasons why we, we must respond rightly to illnesses. Now when we study this topic, we know that there is no better person to learn from. In the Bible, than the character Job himself. So we are going to look at Job from chapters 1 and 2. Please turn your Bibles to the book of Job. Job chapter 1 and 2. Now, first, I want us to read um, together in English and Chinese verses 1 to 3. All right, let's begin reading. There was a man in the land of Uz, whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God, and eschewed evil. And there was born unto him seven sons and three daughters, his substance also was 7,000 sheep, and 3,000 camels, and 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 she-asses, and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. Now, then we continue to read verses 6 all the way to 10, uh, 6 to 11. Reading. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth? A perfect man, an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now and touch all that he hath and he will curse thee to thy face. Now let's look at chapter 2. Now we just read about Job being very rich. And Satan told God, if you take away his riches, he will curse you. Those were about possession. Now, Job, Satan is going to talk to God about Job's health. 
In chapter 2. Okay, now let's read about his health from verses 2, now all the way to um, verse 7. Let's read together. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them to present him before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? And there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God, and escheweth evil, and still holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thine hand now and touch his boat and flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thine hand, but save his life. Now this time, God talks to uh, Satan, ask God, let me touch his health. And he will curse you to your face. May God bless the reading of his word. Let us turn to him in prayer. Our gracious heavenly father, thank you for safe journeys for everyone into thy house. Granting the privilege for us to gather to fellowship. And especially to study your word. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love towards us. Because you have not left us without understanding. You have given us your word. That we may know everything that we need to know about life. Thank you for that love. Lord, we pray now that you would be merciful to cleanse us and wash us of all our sins. Be in our midst to teach us and grant to us hearts that would hear to obey. O Lord, hear our prayer. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Why does God allow illnesses? How should we respond to it? Is it important how a Christian responds? Now, I don't know when you read this passage what went through your mind. Now, even just last night, I was still thinking about what is heaven like. Uncle Stephen is there now. My dad is there. And I kept thinking, what happens there? 
But you realize we just read something that God opened the windows of heaven and told us what happened one day in heaven. This scene that we read is an actual conversation that God reveals to us about that he had with Satan and himself. One part of the conversation is about Satan asking God to say, let me take away the help, the wealth of this man, Job. And the other is to take away his health. Now, as we read, you would realize that Job is extremely, if not the richest and greatest of all men in the East, from verse 3. Comparing to some of the multi-billionaires today, maybe he far surpasses them too. Remember that. Now when Satan told God, your believer, your child. He believed in you because, and he trusts in you, and he loves you because you made him rich. In chapter 1 verse 10, he even said, because you protected his health, what? And everything that he touches, you you multiply, you make him rich. Now verse 11, chapter 1. But put forth thine hand now and touch. When we lose things in life. Is it God who takes it away? Yes, in this case, Satan went to God. Satan knew he cannot take away a single thing from Job unless God allowed. Never, never forget this theology in your Christian living. There is not a single thing that happens in your life, loss or gain. That is not the direct hand of God. But direct in what sense? Now, Satan said, you touch, God, you touch. But look at verse 12. But God says, and the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. God is still the one who controls it. When you suffer loss, it may be Satan that come and ask God, Can I touch it? If God says no, cannot. 
If God says yes, He may say, you can do it. So God is the one that allows it. Remember that. Now it's the same for your health. Because you look at chapter 2. Verse 4. When Satan said, Lord, you know, skin for skin, all that a man have, he will give for his life. He's saying that, look, when it comes to health, people are willing to do a lot as long as they have health and life. Is it not true? Those of you who recently have many illnesses, operation, and sickness, when you're old, especially seniors, someone asks you if you can give away your money and be able to walk, run, eat, move without pain and what, would you give away your money to, re, to in place of that? I think most of us say, yeah, yeah, just to get that back. I'm old already. I don't need money. I just want health. Now, Satan now says, now, God, there is something that I know is more important and more precious and more um, treasured by men than wealth, their health. Chapter 2, verse 5. Now, Satan knows very well. Huh? Please notice this. Huh? Satan knows that even if he does anything, it's actually permission from God. Please remember that. Verse 5. But put forth thine hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. When you have this illness or that illness, sudden or prolonged or, or gradual that came to you, if you walk and then you fall down and then you become permanently disabled. Or you ate something and it was something that was um, bad for your health and when you become permanently sick with a certain sickness. God is the one that permits it. Job's life was going on fine. And then, when God says, I allow, great calamity occur practically overnight. Maybe you see a doctor. Maybe you see a doctor. And then the doctor gives you a piece of news. And you know that your life and your health will change from there on.
The sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. Now God says that He is now having this big group of angels. Present, Satan as well. Maybe some of the sons of God were also the demons. But the point is this, there is a big group of angels, whether fallen or not fallen, witnessing God's conversation with Satan. And, and it is here, look at verse 8. That God praised Job, none like him, perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and eschewest evil. Look at chapter 2, verse 3. Again, another time this happened. Again, in front of all these angels, God again had this conversation and commended Job. It was not because of sin. But the question is when it is not because of sin, we know it, and you have illnesses, sickness, how should we respond? Now, but before we talk about how to respond, we must understand why it's so important Christians must respond rightly. The first reason why we must understand why we must respond rightly is this. What we've been talking about. God revealed this scene in heaven twice. Why? Because he wants us to understand one thing. Through this detailed conversation that was recorded for us. That God is the one who says, Satan, I let you touch his health or her health. The, the Christian must, re, must know this deep in your heart. Because one day when you are suddenly struck with illness, or when the illness becomes worse and worse, the only one thing that will help you to respond rightly not to curse and swear, murmur, and say, Ayah, bad luck. And say, Ayah, if, if I only did not go out, I wouldn't have fallen down. Ayah, if church don't have so many steps, I wouldn't have fallen down. I hope no one falls down on church steps. We get angry. If only that sister or that brother didn't cook this for me, I eat it now, I am permanently sick. 
If only when I was young, my cho- I don't have to cook so hard for my children, my back, my knee, my wrist, my arm won't be so damaged. We will murmur. But you must remember conversations that go on in heaven. Nothing can touch your health. Unless God says, yes, okay, let that happen. Could be God himself. Could be God says, I allow you, Satan, to bring this trial, this difficulty, this suffering in my child's life. The reason why the Christian must respond rightly is, if you don't. You are saying, God, that decision you made in heaven is stupid. I don't like it. I cannot accept it. So my friends, when you understand God in heaven knows, plans and allows, and we memorized. God is infinite in His goodness. What God allows is never unkind. Now I know what you might be thinking. Also, before we go there, remember, first reason. Whenever you're suffering illness, it did not happen by chance. This conversation or this thought went on in heaven before God allowed it. Now, remember that Job was a very righteous and godly man. God himself said that. In other words, we must always remember, even if we live righteously and godly, even we've been serving him so hard when we were young, yet God does allow illnesses to happen to you. Know that. Know that. So that you won't struggle. Now, the second thing is this. Second reason. I know some of you will think this. Maybe. When I was young, when I read these passages, I always have this phrase in my mind. <laughs> you know the Cantonese saying, Wow, law or lay wana. Wow, sana. Wow, now walai wana. Now, say, wow, Satan going to tell God this, then God says, okay, that's case. (laughs) 
Take someone who is bad for test case. Why take a good man and use him as test case? I could not understand that for a long time. But I always knew that God is perfect, God will never do anything sinful, and God is infinitely good. That's a reason. Maybe one day I'll understand. Christians, when you wonder, Lord, I've been so, I live my life to the best I can following your word by your strength. I always disobeyed you. I served you so hard all my life. How come you let this terrible illness happen to me? There are Christians who live so badly. How come they are all right? Then when you think, oh, maybe I'm like Job. Uh. And then you think, wow, law or lay one. Why does God allow it? Now we must understand one thing that is most precious to God. That is how much his children would submit to him. Submission to God as the sovereign God as and faith and trust in Him in all situations in life. Regardless of what we've done for Him. That is the greatest glory to God. Do you understand what I'm saying? God did not have a secret conversation with Satan. God brought this up in the presence of multitudes of angels. <coughs> Satan didn't bring it up. You look carefully at chapter 1, verse 7. When the angels came before God, the Lord said unto Satan, Verse 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? Now the same in chapter 2. Again, when they, it is, God chose it when all the angels, many angels were present. <coughs> then in chapter 2, verse 3, he says, He brings up Satan. He brings up Job. Have you considered my servant Job? <laughs> then Satan answered. God, since you ask, well, I tell you what I think about your, your children. Since you ask, I tell you about your children. This is what I believe your children are. Then God allowed Satan to touch Job. In the multitude of witness, God said, you can prove my servant, my child. 
Do you know that when the angels looked on? Angels are not omniscient. Angels do not know what's gonna what will be the end result. And each time when Satan comes back, and he's proven wrong about God's child. Do you know what glory it brings to God? We must always have this conviction in us. Lord, whatever happens, I may not understand. But I know that you are the ultimate um, permission giver. And like Job, he did not understand many of these things while he was living. He was living. <coughs> but he never doubted God. You know what shame that brought to Satan? Satan was so sure. You, you protect him what? You bless him what? You give him health what? I don't know whether you say what or not. <laughs> when we respond right as God's child, you prove Satan wrong. You prove to the witnesses in heaven you prove to people around you this God is so wonderful I trust him I will never murmur against him do you think that doing a lot, a lot, a lot of things giving a lot, a lot, a lot of um, time and money to God glorifies God? If that were the case, God would say, hey, don't touch his money. Huh? The money is supposed to use for my work. Huh? Don't touch his money. <coughs> but God says, take, take all. <coughs> he, he did not say, hey, don't touch yourself. I need people to serve me, you know. This is a good servant. God says, you can, take, you can touch yourself. This what we learn, what we learn from this. Our obedience, submission, and never distrusting God is the greatest service we can bring to God. Do you understand that? I'm not saying we don't serve and we don't give. But I'm saying, my dear senior brethren, you may feel that low la mo yong, old already, no use. And we often think that. But do you know that a man who who is so sick, he can only sit at his door, cannot do anything because he has sores from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head. 
他身上的这个啊病床从脚到头都是。No money. 没有钱的。No resources. 没有资源的。But yet, when we read this, we realize that Job was the one of the servants that brought the most glory to God by the way he responded. 所以从这里我们看见约伯是那一位归最大的荣耀给神。To illness. My friends, you may now not be able to serve God as you used to. But don't ever think that your life is over, no use, I can't serve God. Because the third reason we must respond rightly is related to this. When we no longer can serve physically as hard, give as much. You enter into a new phase of life which has a new ministry. And this new ministry is what everyone, every old old person, every senior will face and can have. And that is how we testify for God when we are ill. Don't relate it to I used to be up there. I used to be leading this. That was the heyday. Those were ministries. But you have a new heyday ahead. A new ministry. By my response to God, in illness, to bring glory to Him. Now that is your last and final, most difficult ministry in life. Satan is right to some extent. Give money, yeah, difficult, but we're still willing to give. Take away health, yes, very difficult. But Satan did not count on one thing. That this is the new ministry that Job will have. In sickness, his testimony to his wife. Now you look at chapter 2. Verse 9. Now let's read for, for, for connection 6, 7 to 9. Or 7 to 10. Together, so went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and smote Job with sore balls from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And it took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal, and he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God and shall not receive evil in all that did? Now, 
here is Job's first ministry. When in sickness, responding rightly is now a new ministry. To the family, how you respond with this understanding God has allowed. How do we know he responded that way? Because you say, no, if God, if God give, you mean God can't take away? He related it to God. But he never tell his wife, yeah, this God, I served him so hard, I gave him money. I live righteously. And then now he make, let this happen to me. No. He lived a life of a good testimony, not murmuring, complaining against God. Now this boils and soft. The Bible says from foot to the top. Means he cannot stand, you know. And these boils and sores are like, like um, um, swollen pussy inside. And, and all over him. They broke. They will get infection. Maybe even, have you seen some people with some of this skin disease, worms start to grow inside? I remember my grandmother. She went through the war and she had a lot of bullet wounds. The two actually of him, there are still bullets in her. Many of these wounds, when she was old, they start to grow pussy, they open up. And I remember, I always remember my mom has to wear a mask and take pincers to take out the worms. Now, this is that kind of top to toe, you know? No murmur. Do you know the glory it brings to God? He sit there and scrape himself. Now, I think the other thing we can learn is this. In responding rightly. When we are ill. Hey, my leg pain. Everybody, hurry up. Go boil coffee for me. Go pack this for me. Go clean it. <laughs> Just sit there and complain, complain. Everybody do everything for me. He still responded. He just took care of himself. Remember, no more servants. Huh? All taken away. No more money to go and buy things. Medicine. Have to just find broken pot. Okay, use that broken pot. Did he complain? If you're used to riches, uh, sick, sick uh, uh, buy the best antibiotic. Buy, just buy, just pay doctors. 
But in the case, if God even take away your riches and give you sickness and say, wow, no, you don't have money. I have to use broken pots to try and heal myself. The most difficult testimony to bear is to love ones. You may come to church and thank God, thank God, thank God. <laughs> but only your wife, your husband will know. Whether you murmur, complain, and angry. Or you just take care of yourself and say, that's from God, then I accept it. I'm not saying people cannot take care of you. Now, so remember, you have a new ministry. You may not have been serving God when you're young and say, time lost, I can't serve Him anymore. Not true at all. Because God says, now is your chance. In fact, you will realize this is probably the most difficult ministry. But because it's the most difficult to accept. But yet you will be in this ministry. Please, seniors, you know you will be in this ministry. God will not let his children just come back to him without serving him. When you're old, when you have sickness, you have now been put into an area that you really can glorify God more than what people do. Young people will look at your life. Hey, by the way, this applies to young people also. Alright? Elderly will fall sick. You say elderly then fall sick. If you're young and suddenly you're struck with an illness. You also know that is a ministry. When young people look at you and they see how you respond, they will begin to learn new things about God. That your mouth talk, the things that you do cannot compare to that. I say again, this is a ministry that you will enter, seniors. But be like Job, do not fail God. The reason, the reason for responding rightly is because it is your chance to glorify God and prove men and Satan wrong. That like Job, I worship him. Not because he made me rich. I trust him, love him, submit to him. Not because he continued to give me health and protect my health. That is the ministry. That is the reason why we cannot not respond rightly. Now I wonder, 
Right? Yeah. When you get something and I get something in time, or already have. Is it a conversation like that that went on in heaven? And all the angels are they looking at you and I? And Satan also smiling at God. See? When we remember that, then let us be like Job. Still maintain our trust, our faith, our um, not murmuring and complaining, still the same. Now, my friends, I pray very hard, very often about this one thing. That seniors' ministry will fulfill one thing in your life. It will prepare you to meet your God well. That is the purpose of seniors ministry. If this ministry can help you understand God better, understand why certain things happen in your life at your age, understand how God is involved, and therefore, and, and therefore how you should respond, then I believe this church has done its part so that when you meet God, your God will say, well done. You brought me much glory. Though you may not have served me much when you were young, but this last ministry that I gave to you, I forced it into your life. You did well. I hope you understand the reason why we must respond rightly to illnesses. How to respond? Next lesson. Let us pray.